Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hope you enjoyed yesterday's blooper at about 525. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this till I talked to David Bellavia, but apparently it went around the internet uh, very, very fast. So uh, if you're a new listener to the show, based on the blooper, just know I don't usually do bloopers, but that one was classic. Absolutely classic. In fact, I'm rather proud of that. As far as bloopers go, I'm rather proud of it because it was totally spontaneous and I could not, I literally could not stop laughing in the middle of it. I'm sorry. I'm 12 years old. I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, uh, do you live with or do you have your elderly parents living with you? And at the end of your life, do you really want to check out in a nursing home? I think nursing homes are disgusting places. And I'm sorry if you work in a nursing home, if you own a nursing home, uh, maybe you own a whole bunch of nursing homes. I really don't give a rat's butt. Um, I think most of them are disgusting, and it's not a dignified way to check out. And I believe very strongly that there should be a legalized assisted suicide in New York State. When you have hit the point in your life where you no longer, for valid medical reasons, have a reason to want to stay alive in agony, misery, or cognitive failure— which I've been experiencing since the age of 40, I'm pretty sure, I think you should be able to say to your doctor, for the following reasons, in consultation with my family and my attorney, I'm choosing to check out on my own terms. And I've felt that way since I was a kid. I feel that way now. Now, that being said, many of you uh, have gone to live with your parents to take care of your parents or parent. Uh, Some of you have had your parent come over to live with you, and, and I think that's great. And look, as much as I feel that way about myself, I just want you to know that I volunteered to sell my house, move in with my mom, and I volunteered to have her come live with me, um, and it, it and she doesn't want to. She doesn't want either of those options. So, I mean, it's always going to be uh, an option. I'll be happy to do that because I think it's a responsibility. But my own personal choice is I do not wish to impose that burden on my survivors when it gets to that point. And I believe I should be able to say to my doctor, hey, doc, um, I can't think anymore, and I think a peach would do better on an IQ test than I, and I'm starting to see things that aren't there. Then I think to myself, or could it be stealth personnel gear they're testing? But um, it's actually a true story. But actually, um, it, 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 look, I just I believe in uh, uh, qu- uh, quality of life and not quantity of life. Let's say you make it to 100. If the last 10 years you're basically in a coma, what was the point? Seriously, I don't see any point to that. And I've never I've never seen any point to that. 
At that point, I've uh, exhausted my use to my family. I've exhausted, I, I become a burden on my family, and I don't want to burden my family. So I believe I should be able to say to my doctor, look, you know I'm of reasonably sound mind, and I'm deciding to check out. So get out the big syringe full of Ativan and then a few other choice drugs and just let me go. And I, I really think it's a shame that we treat our pets better than we do our family that is human beings, okay? Um, I put my poor kitty cats down when it was time to put them down. Glenna Cat, my final cat. She knew. She told me it was time to go. I didn't see her all weekend. Monday morning, I'd made the appointment to go see Dr. Helen Sweeney to euthanize uh, Glenna Cat. And the first time I saw Glenna was uh, she was sitting on the couch waiting for me to come downstairs after I'd cleaned up, waiting to go into the carrier. She knew it was time to go. It was the easiest euthanasia I've ever done because she told me it was time. And I want to be able to tell my doctor, hey, you know what, doc? It's time. Whip out the Ativan and just give me lots of it. I mean, lots of it. Because I'm pretty sure I've gotten immune to morphine and dilaudid, which probably isn't a good sign. 803-0930. What are you laughing at, Tanner? Come on. 28 surgeries, six years? See how you do with morphine, my friend. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's get back to the calls. You taking care of your elderly um, parents. And again, I'd have been ha- I'd be happy to take care of my mom anytime uh, at all. Uh, that's not that's not even that 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 it, that doesn't even border on the maybe I would maybe I wouldn't. It's an absolutely of course I would thing. If that's what she wants, that's what she's gonna get. Uh, I don't want her going to go a nursing home. Um, and I'm sorry, without naming nursing homes, and I don't want you to name any facilities, I've never been in one that I thought was pleasant. I've never been in one that smelled fresh as a daisy. They all smell like uh, bad stuff. 803-0930, star 930. And despite my German last name, I'm sorry, I'm just not into that. 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to Anonymous calling from, uh, from nowhere. Anonymous calling from nowhere. What is it like in the land of Nod? <laughs> Life is good in paradise. Anyways, uh, mom had committed a form of suicide. I believe it was called cochlexia. So You'll have to enlighten me. Yes. Well, after dad had left, he had lost his mind. We took care of him in the living room. So he lost his mind, turned into a one-year-old, two art the whole nine yards there. So that was a mess. He passed away. Mom was good for like a month and a half. Then she decided she wanted to go be with Dad. So she had all these crazy ideas of how to commit suicide but didn't want anybody to get in trouble. So she thought, I'm just going to sit in the chair and quit eating. And you are allowed to do that in New York State. It'll take you four months to wither away to nothing if you've got the willpower to do it. And that's what it took her was four months to basically wither away to nothing. It's dedication. And... And uh, it was a crazy times. It's a bit of a blur, but um, but but okay. And, Look, do do you respect what your mother did? Absolutely, because I wanted, I, I she, do. Yeah, I do. She was of sound mind. She missed your dad. She did not want to go on without your dad. Her own health was failing, and it was up to me. My opinion. It was up to her to decide when to end this world. And there's a million ways you can do it. But who wants to step in front of a truck and get the you know give the truck driver PTSD? That was her mindset. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, at one I, point, she wanted to jump off a bridge. And I says, well, Mom, I can get the truck to the end of the sidewalk, but then I'm going to camp. You've got to wait two hours so I can get out of town because I can't help you do this. That's all I can do for you. No, the problem is, okay, if you jump off a bridge, somebody's going to have to dive into the Niagara River and find you. You're putting first responders at risk. Right. Well, it wouldn't have been that particular bridge, but... Oh, you know, uh, never mind. Uh, my way, it would have been a splatter, not a not a wash away. But uh, <laughs> you are hor- you're a horrible human being, and that's why I'm laughing. That was, that, that was her mindset, you know. And so, but I, I but I can't, yeah, you know. You, look, people are going to hate me. People are going to hate me. Okay, but you know, abortion. I have very strong views on abortion. Okay, I think it ought to be handled like uh, Article 35 of the New York Penal Code with self defense. If uh, carrying a baby to term is going to result in serious emotional or physical damage to the mother, I believes a woman does have a right to an abortion abortion for the sake of birth control i dis i I disagree with that okay and i believe with abortion at the very last second of uh, uh entombment in the womb i disagree with that but when it comes to the end of life i think that grown sentient adults should have the ability to say to their doctor look give me a shot of something let me go I'm not enjoying this anymore. It's not fun. It isn't fun. There's no quality of life. Uh, Oregon being one of them. You can do it in Oregon, but you can't do it in New York. There is no Oregon, sir. There's Oregon, but not Oregon. Okay, okay. Sir, well, no, right. sir, I'm I'm laughing. I'm not I'm not making fun of you because uh, I when I was a young broadcaster, I said Oregon in a newscast. And you ever you ever you remember the guy Frank Benny, a Buffalo DJ from way back when? No, no. Well, Frank Frank was an, an amazingly talented individual. I rather enjoyed it when he would put his flask on the turntable and then put it on seventy-eight speed. But um, Frank, uh, <laughs> he immediately corrected me and said, "Tom, there is no Oregon." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "No, it's it's Oregon. Trust me." Like, okay, lesson learned. Thank you. <laughs> right. All right. But yeah, uh, with Dad, if I can mention hospice, they were wonderful. You're telling me. Absolutely wonderful. They were wonderful, but they, with mom, they knew what she was doing, so they won't help you. They can't help and assist with that until the last week when she got to the point of no return from not eating or drinking. Then they came in and helped, so we, me and my sister, we did it on our own. Um, it, you know, look, it, it had to be, you know, on the one hand, it had to be tough um, beyond words, beyond measure. On the other hand, you have to respect what somebody who has been on this earth for many decades decides they want to do in order to check out. And I do believe we need to have legalized assisted suicide in such cases. Your mom should not have had to endure a third of a year um, wasting away to nothing when she could have been gone in five minutes. Exactly. Yeah, it was a long haul. Yeah. We had a lot of good times in that wacky time, but there was a lot of despair as well a lot of mixed feelings mm-hmm. well yeah i mean um when my dad was on his way out i told certain people from a certain organization i said look his organs are shutting down you and i know that the time is limited just give him a nice big hit of dope and let him go he would not want to yeah. live like this yeah she didn't and she didn't want to be a vegetable stuck in a chair no she didn't want to losing her eyesight. She was losing her mobility and her, um, you know, doing stuff on her own. And so she, she was she was done. And it was I think it was her right to decide 
you know, one way or another, I'm doing this. Tell me, tell me something. Tell me something, Anonymous. Why is it if your mom was a German shepherd, people would be crying and saying, oh, my God, you let that poor animal suffer for four months? Why didn't you just euthanize the animal? But it's a human being. It's your mother. And people get all pissed off about it and say, how you how could you possibly allow your mother to do that? Yeah, we've had those discussions in the living room. Yep, mm-hmm. well, I've got videotape still of mom on on the on my phone. You know, mom, I took care of this today. Mom, I took care of those assets. Doled out money here, doled out money there, and she's uh huh, uh huh. Got all her affairs in order. But you know, she was still on track. Uh, there was a point where she'd look at me and say, "You've got to remind me of my plan," because she was starting to lose her mind as well. And I was like, "Mom, I will take care of you." Well, that's I will that's help you get your wishes, which it was tough, but that's what she wanted. Um, okay, was there any uh, interfamily? Um, uh, from what you've said, it sounded like there might have been some interfamily conflict over that. There was a touch of it, but. I have always lived at home, so I've got my fill of mom and dad. It was always a good relationship. The upstairs was mine. The downstairs was theirs. Other family members that lived out of state, they'd only see them once a year. So that they didn't get their time, you know, they didn't get that time. So well, I, I mean, look, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you, you, did, you did what was right for you. And, and look, as I've said, uh, when it comes to my own mother, she can always come live with me. I'll go live with her. Doesn't matter to me. But... Yeah, I am not going to do certain tasks that a nurse would be expected to do. Um, that's where I'm going to have to hire somebody. But it is what it is. Yeah, I will say it's not. You you, you shouldn't see your mom and your dad's junk. You that's no, that's no. You. I am not so going to shower, all, mom. Really, I'll, really I'll, I'll stand outside the bathroom <laughs> and listen for a thud. But that's about it. But you got to do it if you're going to take care of mom and dad. You're going to face that, and it's oh, yeah, I know. That ain't no fun, but once you get through it, it's it's also a relief. But, you know, do, do you understand? I mean, I, I think you do. Do you understand, like, the, the point of view that I am espousing, that when you oh, hit yeah. a point where life is no longer life, when you are simply existing and you choose that it's your time to exit, you ought to be allowed to do so with dignity under a doctor's supervision? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, how hard can it be? I've had enough surgeries to know, okay, count backwards from 10, I make it to 7, next thing I know it's 5 hours later. No, nah, you shouldn't. You should always have control of your entity that way, I think. As long as you're not going to hurt anybody in the process, I think you should have at it. If that's your choice, that that's your choice. It doesn't even it doesn't make you crazy or anything. It's just that's what you want to do. Well, no, I'm sorry, but it comes there comes a certain point whether it's age related or health condition related where I believe you ought to be able to make up your own mind uh, as again, as a thinking rational adult. And you don't want people to do it impetuously. You don't want a 30-year-old who just went through a divorce to say, okay, it's time for assisted suicide. That's an irrational no, decision. Yeah, right. But somebody right. up in age who clearly has morbidities that are rather on the agonizing side, which preclude them from enjoying any quality of life, would you rather have that or would you rather have the nursing home suck the whole inheritance dry? No, I would rather have the, I'm going to make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I'll never forget, at one of the fancy nursing homes, we are in an elevator, and there was a whole bunch of staff members in the elevator, and my sister is more outspoken than I. And uh, my sister said in front of all these staff members, in a very bitter tone, wow, for all the money they're paying, this place smells like 
you know what it smells like. She did not sugarcoat it and say feces. And I'm just, I'm like, part of me is dying, and then part of me is laughing because, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, come on, seriously, how many millions of dollars for this? Doesn't make sense. It's not not an equation that makes any sense to me. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, let's go to Tony in uh, Franklinville. Tony, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Well, you're right about the uh, nursing homes. I, I was in a hospital for like two weeks, right, uh, on a ventilator for pneumonia. I got out. They sent me to for rehab. That's what they do now, for whatever you have I went to a certain nursing home, a local one. I was on the second floor. Everything was fine. I mean, except the food. Everything was fine. Clean, nice people, no smell. All right? I asked them, how can I have a cigarette? They said, yeah, you can go outside at certain times with the group. Okay? And they told me what time. So on the way down to the first floor, I got lost. And I went through this door. Tom, I walked in the door. That's where the permanent people were. I almost died, Tom. It was like you had to stick your head in the garbage bag to, to get fresh air. It was terrible. I wouldn't let no. I wouldn't let nobody stay in there. Uh, been there, done that, and it is hideous. Unfortunately, look in the nursing home's defense, they can't help it because people lose control of their functions. I think they could do a better job, Tom. This stuff. I mean, you walk by. The, I was walking by doors. The lady said, "I could get in here." I said, I walked him. I mean, you look in the rooms, Tom. They're laid over on the side of the bed. One's got his head stuck, stuck in a like a, a, a pan, yep. like he just threw up. I mean, not everyone, but it was it was terrible. Uh, my friend, I mean, I've, I made up my mind. I'm not going there uh, anywhere like that. Let me let me tell you about something here. The reason I feel so strongly about this, uh, my great aunt. Um, was in a really crappy nursing home on Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. And um, I remember as a little boy walking down the hallway thinking to myself, this place really doesn't smell very pleasant. And then uh, the only words I ever remember my great aunt saying were, babe, I blanked the bed. And when you're an eight-year-old boy, that's a rather traumatic thing. Because, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was rather traumatic. And quite frankly, Tony, I don't know how you feel. That's not how I want to go out. I want to go out with dignity. In a motorcade right. in Dallas, preferably. But All right. Anything from you, sir? Anything else? No, just take care of yourself, buddy. That's all. Just uh, be healthy. You won't have to go there for a long time. Uh, well, I mean, look, I'm never going to go there because uh, I'll take matters into my own hands before that happens in a rational and decisive way. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. I appreciate it kindly. I'll go swimming with a family of ducks across the river. Oh, look, I'm a duck now. Um, anyway, it is uh, 326 at News Radio 930. W-B-E-N. You know, we, uh, I mean, seriously, we we all know that end of life is going to happen sooner or later, right? And I, again, ever since I was a kid, and this has not changed now that I'm 60, I believed it's not about the quality of, a uh, uh, quantity of life. It is about the quality of life. And what good is it making it to 100 years old if the last 10 years you're basically a tomato? I'm sorry. To me, that's not life. You know, if I wanted to be a vegetable, I'd be a vegetable, you know. Maybe in my next life, I'll be a vegetable. Preferably a carrot. Um, 
for obvious reasons. Um, it is Bowerly for Rosex Vacuums. Uh, you know, we pass a lot on to our loved ones from generation to generation. Heirlooms, treasured music collections, maybe even classic cars. But the most important thing we pass on is what we've learned over the years. For 20 years, Rosex has been a proud promoter of SIBO vacuums. I know this because I was there at the beginning when I got mine. A generation later, Tom Rosek and his team are starting to see that the next generation is coming in to pick up a trusted SIBO of their own. I guess kids eventually do listen to their parents. Might take a while, but they do. But uh, anyway, the SIBO I got all those years ago isn't the SIBO you're going to get today because what you're going to get today is something even better. SIBO, that's S as in Sierra, E-B-O, has only improved over the years with longer and stronger warranties. There's not many industries that can make that claim. So whether you need a vacuum like my SIBO or another quality machine, let the team at Rosex fit a vacuum to your specific needs. The Rosex showroom is in the Sheridan and Sweet Home Plaza, Amherst or McKinley, across from Monroe Muffler in Hamburg. Rosex vacuums are O-S-I-E-K, apostrophe S. Tell them Bowerly sent you to Rosex. Take uh, more of your calls coming up. How many of you have lived with your elderly parents or have had your elderly parents live with them and you've taken care of them for as long as you could? And at what point did you decide you couldn't do it anymore? Because, look, for many of you, that is an issue. And just to show you I'm not a complete heel, look, I'm more than happy to sell my house and live with my mother. As goofy as that might sound to some people, I'm 60 years old and I live with my mother. Now, you'd think I was some kind of a total uh, loser, right? But, I mean, to me, that's you're supposed to take care of people for as long as they want to be taken care of, right? I just hope that when I hit that age, I'm able to take care of myself and take care of my own business and be done with it. 803, not so much age, but uh, physical condition, physical condition. 803, and mental, cognitive state. Of course, uh, some would argue that the cognitive state has slipped markedly over the past six years, and they probably would be uh, correct. Um, my name is David Bellavia, and it's News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Alrighty then, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So, uh, how many of you have taken care of an elderly parent? Um, and was it worth it? What kind of stresses did it put on the family? What kind of stresses did it put on your uh, on, on your marriage? Uh, what kind of stresses did it put on you? Uh, 803 0930 star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again just in case people get the wrong idea. Um, look, I've offered to have my mother come live with me. I mean, she's, she's not uh, – um, how do I say this? Uh, she's not uh, burdensome or anything like that, but uh, I think she could probably need a set of eyes on her. I've done what I can, but she doesn't want me living with her. She doesn't want me to come. O- she doesn't want to come over and live at my house. So what am I going to do? Um, but for myself, when I hit a certain point where life is no longer something that is fun, if I can't do what I like to do, what's the point? Seriously, I'm a big believer in quality and not quantity of life, and I've been that way ever since I was uh, ever since I was little. Uh, how about you? Are you are you the same way? Are you one of these? I'm going to hold on until the very last second. I don't care if it bankrupts my family and cleans out the inheritance. I'm going to hold on till the very last second. Let the nursing homes take all of my money. No, I don't think so. Eight oh three. I know, I know people who own nursing homes are, like, ridiculously wealthy. It's no wonder they've been screwing people for years. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I, I, you might say I have strong opinions on nursing homes, and I must say they're not positive opinions. No no disrespect. It's just I'll never do a nursing home endorsement, I'll tell you that much. Uh, here is uh, Dan. I don't care how much money they offer. I ain't doing it. Um, Dan in uh, Tonawanda, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Uh, currently, my mother fell uh, August 14th, and she broke her humerus bone. Oh. And they can't do anything for that. They, they have not done surgery because they said it's too risky at the age of 83, and it would put her through an awful lot. So right now we're trying to get this bone to fuse together. She was in a nursing home for over like a month or so, and then they said that she couldn't get any further in advance. You know, she wouldn't, her rehab, it, it plateaued. So I had to file the grievance, uh, I guess you'd say appeal, and uh, they denied it. So I got her home. Now, let's see, my first person I've taken care of, I took care of my grandmother for four years. And I took care of my grandfather for four years, my aunt and uncle. So I've done this multiple times. I worked at a hospital. So I will say this. The facility my mother was in behind the hospital, I'll just say, I won't say the name, uh, they were very clean. They were, they were very, I thought they were really good. i got to admit, it was probably the best nursing home that I had to deal with in all the years I've been doing this. But I've been taking care of people pretty much all my life. And uh, unfortunately, my mother fell getting the mail, and she has Parkinson's. So, you know, somebody was there were people home. But she just happened to, you know, miss that step, you know, not get up enough, and she fell and broke her arm. And so now we're stuck with her. And selfishly, I don't want the nursing home taking, you know, what we have. I mean, uh, in a, a, you know, I, I believe that at a certain point in your life, when you go to a nursing home, you should be able to, the government should cover you. I mean, if you, if you have nothing, they cover you. So why shouldn't it be the person that worked all their life, paid taxes? Why shouldn't they get covered at a certain point in their life? Uh, to take care of their their needs. Uh, Well, because some people are too stupid or too stubborn to plan ahead uh, with their resources. 
And when when people, let me tell you something, when people get older, they get really squirrely about money. And some of the same people who would criticize other people when they were younger about their inability to properly plan for their financial future are doing the same thing or maybe did the same thing in your life. Yeah. Well, when I took care of my grandmother, I actually, I paid people to come to the house when I went to work. So I gave up like $250,000 cash paying these aides to come over and help take care of her when I wasn't home. And, uh, you know, that was tough because she had Alzheimer's, you know, but my mother here is still, you know, mentally is pretty sharp other than the pain. So we got to give her pain medicine. So it makes her a little loopy, but between me and my brothers, we're taking care of my wife helps too. And it's it's not easy. The the family it takes a mental toll on everybody. Even my mother, it takes a mental toll. She doesn't want us helping her out, but I have no choice. I got We bathe their Monday, me and my wife, and it takes two people because with that arm, we got to keep it stable. And it's a nightmare. But you know what? I don't want the nurse to know I'm getting it. You know, selfishly, I that's how I am. I'd rather take care of my mother or my loved one and not let them get what what she worked all her life for. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I hear you, and it's unfortunate that your mother did not take the proper legal steps when she was of sound mind and before she actually had to go into a nursing home to protect the assets. Well, she actually, actually, she did. I got a half a million dollar house. It's not, it, they couldn't touch it because she did that. But did she, did she gift the maximum amount of what she had to her children? I mean, you're allowed to gift. I mean, obviously talk to an elder law attorney, but uh, you, you can gift that money. Let's just say this. My mother spent her money while she was alive. I got seven brothers and one sister. nine of us. So believe me, my mother gave us all over the years. She took care of us all. And she's still well, good. And yeah, she she wasn't stupid. with it. She was pretty smart. But, you know, when it comes to the house, we took care of that years ago. So truthfully, if I wanted to leave her to nurse him, I could. But like you said, those places are horrific. And, you know, the smell, the, the sights, the sounds. In fact, the day... When we left, they made us take her on, on uh, the Bills game. And I said, listen, you can't give me one more day. I'm going to the Bills game. We all got tickets, you know, half my brothers. And they said, no, you got to pay $585 for the day. That's what we charge per day for her care. And I'm like, well, I ain't going to pay that. I says, I'll make sure that she gets picked up. So my, my, my wife picked her up. But, you know, the thing is, is I could leave her there, but I'm not going to because my mother. I, I'm not going to leave. It's like leaving, you know, you just, I, I know how these places are. I work there. I worked at a hospital for many years, and like you said, the smell, the sights, the sounds. In fact, the day that we took her out of there, they had New York State there, and New York State was doing an audit. They just a surprise. That's what they do these places. They do audits. And they're doing an audit there, and everybody's got their mask on. The day before, nobody had their mask on. So they're obviously, they're getting ready for COVID. Uh, there are a couple patients there that have COVID at this place. And, you know, I didn't want to be there for that because then I'm not going to – if you weren't allowed to go see your parent. Uh, or a loved one, you know, you, you know, I don't want to do that. So I, I took my mother out just because I wouldn't let her stay there anyway, no matter what, even if I had to pay for it myself. I mean, right. I'll make sure she gets taken care of. But uh, did you, okay, so, did you did you find yourself as the primary caregiver, given your background in health care, did your many siblings help out at all, or did they take the easy way out? Well, there's like half of them that help and the other half don't, you know what I mean? Some of them, you know, they're all working. You know, I, I'm fortunate that I'm not working, so... I can be over there quite a bit. I live right next door, so I just pop over oh, next door. Wow. Yeah, so my brothers, my brothers, somebody's got to stay with her 24-7. So one of my brothers will stay at night. They'll stay downstairs with her because I got a pretty big house there. So, But uh, it, it's it's tough. It's very mentally tasking on everybody, even including my mother. She doesn't like us bathing her, and I don't like bathing her neither, but it's my mother, man. I'm not going to give up on her. 
and uh, we're going to keep doing what we got to do. And then when it comes to towards the end of your life, I, I do want to mention I've been through hospice many a times, and I can't say enough good things about hospice. Hospice gets you through it. And to be all honest with you, once you, you know, once you get to a certain point, you don't even know what the hell's going on. They give you medicine, you're gone before you know it. So I just went through it with my mother-in-law. She passed away at Hospice House in, in uh, you know, Lockport there. And they're, they're actually they're great. I can't say anything bad about Hospice Please Lockport. don't you know, name I, places. Please uh, don't name places. All right. But, but anyway, they're, they're excellent. So I, I would just say if you need care, that's one place that's just uh, they're they're wonderful. So I do agree that you should be able to make the decision for yourself if you want to a certain point in your life. Uh, I agree with that. You know, if you want to do it, I personally don't want to. But if you want to, I don't I don't see why if you're not okay. depressed or anything like that, why you can't make that decision for yourself at a you know as long as you're not sick or anything. Well, no, you know, dude. I mean, look. Okay, you go through a divorce. You go through a really bad breakup that totally destroys you. These are not good reasons for suicide. You're getting up in age. You can't take care of yourself, and you have no quality of life. I think personally that is a moral and legitimate suicide, and you ought to be able to do it with a doctor's supervision and die with dignity. We are kinder to our animals than we are to our relatives. You may quote me on that. I can't disagree with what you just said there. I really can't. I mean, you see, my grandmother had Alzheimer's, and for four years I took care of her. She broke both her hips. Yep. One time she broke her hip when the aide was there, and, and she didn't even know what day it was. And here we are. We're just sitting around watching TV, and she's, you know, off the wall. We had to get medicine for her to calm down and just because she got, you know, she got irate, you know, and, and it, it was it was tough. It's not easy taking care of somebody. No. Especially when their mind starts going. No, well, see, you've got you, you've got some experience in healthcare, so you're aware that not everybody who is in a nursing home is a sweet little old lady or a gentle little old man. Sometimes these people get downright um, downright belligerent and nasty, and oh. it takes a special kind of person to be able to deal with that. And God and forbid, true. I mean, God forbid you are one of our black brothers and sisters and you're taking care of some white old school person, the names you are called and the invectives used against you are highly offensive. Yes, I know. I understand that. But I will say this, the strength that people have when they have dementia or Alzheimer's, huh. you'd be surprised how strong they get. I don't know where they get the strength from, but boy, when they get nasty or mean or, you know, they you know, reach out to you or try to get you, you'd be surprised how much strength they get. Even at an old age, I don't know where it comes from, but I'm telling you, I've been through it an awful lot. But, um, you know, it stinks, but you got to do what you got to do, man. If you love your mom and, and keep her out of the place as long as you can because, you know, they're, they're horrific, a lot of them. But the one my mother was just in for a little while, she was pretty good, I will say. Yeah, and, uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned uh, not just the olfactory assault on you, but also the auditory assault on you because uh, that's another thing I, I had forgotten about till you brought it up, the screams from the room, the screams of dementia. It literally, look, I'm sorry, hate me if you want to. I think most nursing homes are like houses of horror. They really, it, it's they're, like they're, bedlam. They're tough to go in. I, I think I so. People a lot of credit. The nurses and the nurses' aides, I mean, to do what they do, I mean, I really can't say anything bad about the place my mother is in. So I, and I was in the last one my mother-in-law was in. They were pretty good, too. So they're two separate facilities, and I thought they were both good. And, and the good thing is I didn't have the smells that uh, you, you encountered on Elmwood. But I think the place you're talking about on Elmwood is long gone. I never, said, I never said Elmwood. I never said that at all. I thought you said Elmwood, Elm Street. Elmwood Street. No, oh no, no. This is like back in the 1970s. 
uh, and, yeah, and it, it, yes, it was. You're right. It, I, I did say Elmwood, but it wasn't the one that you're thinking of that I thought you were thinking of. It was another one. Uh, but uh, the initials were A.S., if that helps you. But don't say it. Oh, okay. No, I won't. But anyway, uh, taking care of somebody, it's not its not easy, but it is rewarding. There's some rewarding things that you can take to heart that you're doing something good for your mother or well, father yeah. or whoever. I mean, that's, I'm sorry. I think I, I think you've kind of got a responsibility to do that. At least that's the way I view it. And uh, but again, for myself, I've got a different I've got a different viewpoint, and I always had on quality of life. I thank you kindly, Dan. Um, that's like ha- over half a million a year, by the way. Uh, five hundred no, five hundred and eighty a day. That's like a little over two hundred grand a year. Um, wow. I mean, I don't care how much money you got saved up. Uh, back to the calls. Um, and if you're just wondering what we're talking about, um, my mom turned 90 and, uh, I volunteered to sell my house and go live with her upstairs, no matter how goofy that makes me sound to come on the radio and say, Hey, I'm 60 and I live at home with my mommy. Um, it's not like that. It's like, cause I'd like to be able to keep an eye on her. And I've also asked her to come over and live with me, which she doesn't want either one at this point. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's her choice. Now, when I get older, I mean, my mother isn't at this point, uh, but when I get to a point like my grandmother was, um, I, I'm sorry, but I, I should have the right to be able to tell my doctor, I would like to die with dignity. I'm in my right mind, and this is just not how I wish to continue living. I'd rather move on to the next phase of my 5D existence. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Here's Paul in uh, Chautauqua County. We're not naming any facilities, any doctors, any hospitals, any nursing homes, because, trust me, I have enough contact with lawyers. You're on WBEN, Paul. Hello. I, um, first of all, I agree with everything you have just said. I took care of my mother at home. Now, this was a long time ago. She died in 1996. And she had gone downhill quite a bit. God bless you. And she was in and out of the hospital. And at the time, I was uh, close to 50. And um, I was working full time. But I was able to do it. And I never, ever, ever, and I was alone doing it. I didn't have a spouse, didn't have any siblings that were around or would do it anyway. And I never resented that three years period of time when... I was able to do that. Several what? times she said to me, please, you, you don't have to do this. Put me in a nursing home. And I said, I'm not putting you in a nursing home. You don't need it. We can work this out. And a couple times she went to the hospital and came back, and then we had all kinds of health care aides and nurses and things coming in. And fortunately, and we had done kind of the same thing with my father 15 years before that. Oh. Um, and fortunately, um, we never had to deal with nursing home. Um, it didn't have to do with it. it. We could have done it um, financially. We could have done it. Of course, in the 90s, in the 80s, it was a whole lot cheaper than it is now. But um, it wasn't an issue of that. I just didn't want to do that. I felt it was my responsibility to take care of her. And fortunately, a health care aide came in on a, on a Sunday and said, uh, um, you're taking her to the emergency room now. You can't do this anymore. I've been up every half hour for all night long. I won't Aye. go into it. but Aye. And so we took her there, and the next day, and she, the interesting thing was when my father died, he was also in, in a hospital when he died, and he, we were there in intensive care, and this is in the 80s, 
all day long, and the nurse finally came in and said, go home. If something happens, we'll call you. We get home, and the phone rings one minute after we get home. He was waiting for us to leave yep. in order to die. You know what? I, I, I mentioned that. Uh, I'll be happy to keep you on hold till after the news at 4 because i got to tell you something. That happens so often. Uh, my ex-mother-in-law died of a brain tumor. My ex-wife was by her side, by her side, by her side. The minute my ex-wife left, mother-in-law died. They know when you're around, and they don't. I, I'm telling you, there are people who subconsciously do not wish to die in front of anybody, and I would be one of those people. You know, now if you're single, you'll die alone. Good, that's what I want. Thank you very much. I don't need. I don't need an audience for that. Thank you. Uh, it is uh, 3:57. I mean, the whole idea, I don't know about you, maybe I'm a little weird, but the idea of being surrounded by family staring at me during the most intimate moments of my end of my life, death, that grosses me out. I mean, I'd rather be in a dark room, preferably unheated, and uh, let me be. Just give me plenty of drugs. That's all I ask. At that point, give me cocaine. I mean, I'm just saying, what difference does it make? It's, uh, yeah, none. <laughs> Bingo, none. It is uh, 357 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Bowerly winning all kinds of friends today on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.